Oh, whoa, I just glumped some pie hallway. <laughs> and you're buried anymore. <laughs> Slam dunk. I don't care if they say we can't watch anime. I don't care about that. I I see that me like within five seconds of starting this recording, I'm already clipping like crazy. Dude, I mean that's the funny papers promise. <laughs> and I'm already sweating. <laughs> are you are you are you ready? Funny Expensive Wanna Whatever Be happy Hey everyone Welcome back to The Funny Papers, a show where three 30-somethings share a collective psychosis about the classic 90s cartoon show, Doug. I'm Mike, and with me are my friend Sam. Welcome to The Funny Family Creamery. We like to come. <laughs> oh my god. And Jim. The team of lawyers from the worst episode are back, and they have larger shock prods this time. <laughs> Today, we cover episode 46, part two of Doug. In all episodes after the first, Doug was separated into two 12-minute shorts. In episode 46, part two's title is Doug Clobber's Patty. Episode's off to a fun start, gang. (laughs) It starts high and it never comes down. (laughs) This one's a banger. This one is astonishing. I've been seeing this episode title. When we look at the episode list, I've been seeing Doug Glover's back. Like, what in the world? This is something that we need to learn more about. Oh, God. Oh, God, I regret my decisions. Oh, no. This episode also has some phenomenal imagery in it that we're going to really have to do our best. Yeah, I will be posting several of these pictures to Twitter and asking questions of you, the audience, because I have several. Oh, boy. (laughs) None of them are about cum. Don't worry. Thank goodness. However, we do start off with, you know how that uh, title makes you think, oh, God, no, they didn't go there, did they? And Jim Jenkins wants to establish, yes, we're going there fucking immediately. He's only fantasizing about it. Come on now. Okay, uh, yeah, it's only, <laughs> it's only a fantasy, okay? <laughs> it's only what Doug immediately jumps to when he thinks about competing with somebody. Yep. <laughs> so, so, as we imply, the beginning of this episode starts with what we assume to be a fantasy of Doug... In a boxing ring that is in a, like, packed stadium, right? Like, the entire crowd is, like, packed to the brim with people watching. Doug is in a boxing ring uh, with his coach, Porkchop, being introduced by, like, an announcer, right? So he, a couple of things are in the intro here. First is that it's, he, the guy says, weighing in at 67 and a half pounds. That's what they say Doug's weight is. But we have concrete evidence that Doug's normal weight is 97 pounds. He lost 30. Yeah, he had to go down to the super welterweight division. Yeah, he's, he's fighting weight. <laughs> yeah, he cut weight for this fight. Uh, and they, they introduce him as the champion, Doug And then they introduce the challenger, Patty Manny! Slow fists, mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody boos. <laughs> 
This is a fantasy that he's having. Yeah. This this episode is the most confident I think Doug has ever been. Yes. Yeah. And he begins by saying, All my life I've wanted to be a winner, to be the best, to be on top. I've got news for you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same news for all of us, don't get me wrong. <laughs> oh. Also, the fact that in his fantasy, he's already on top and is defending the title against Patty, which is yes! an interesting bit of psychology, which uh, we're going to go back to the well of that's an interesting detail. They didn't have to go there, <laughs> but they did for some reason. We're going to go there a lot. Yeah, he's the champion who everyone cheers for and then everyone Boo's Patty, the challenger, the girl who he is ostensibly obsessed with, right? He's fantasizing about how everyone doesn't like her, even though she's one of the most popular people at the school. How dare you challenge our beloved Doug? <laughs> you can't be a bottom 100% of the time. Uh, I suppose not. You gotta switch it up every once in your dreams, at least. Right. You gotta switch it up. <laughs> and so the fight begins, and Doug is like easily dodging all of Patty's punches. Like, he's not even paying attention. He's just, like, Matrix dodging all of Patty's punches. While Patty is, like, she's like, put him up, put him up. And Doug's like, no, 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 we gotta talk about this, right? He's like, Doug's, like, like, pissing his pants. God, don't hit me, please. (laughs) But he's also, like, toying with her, right? Because he's, like, barely looking. He's he's rope-a-doping. Yeah. Fucking Doug Tyson. Yeah. And Doug is like, he's like, stop the fight. We got to stop the fight. Can't we call this off? He's like talking to the ref who is behind him and then like accidentally jabs Patty in the face, which knocks her the fuck out. Yeah. And there's no reason for him to extend his hand. Like it just happens. None. He just, right. It's just his hand is fated towards her face. <laughs> While he is just saying, hey, do we have to do this? As a distraction, he also just laser the fuck out. <laughs> Which like full on weird psychology of privilege. Look, we don't have to do this, but if you did make me do this, I'd instantly win bullshit. Right. Like, why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? I could easily beat you up. And even when I'm Why are you making me do this? Oh, my God. (sighs) God. Think about how good I would be if I tried. Oh, my God. You all are so lucky that I've never tried at anything in my life. Because if I tried, (laughs) I'd probably be good at it. Oh no! I am looking directly into a mirror as Jim says that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I'm fantastic at podcasting. Oh. Well, Doug knocks her the fuck out, and the entire audience cheers. They're just popping off. Hell yeah! You reestablish your dominance, our beloved champion. And Doug is immediately proclaimed the winner as Porkchop, his trainer, is, like, popping off and celebrating next to him. (laughs) (laughs) And and Doug looks sad that he had to beat up Patty by not even trying. Flashing back to a much earlier subject of conversation on this podcast, there's a great uh, line by the comedian Frankie Boyle about how he finds American war movies fucking insufferable because, and I'm about to do an awful Scottish accent, the thing about the Americans is, first, they're gonna declare war on you, and they're going to just absolutely fuck your country to hell. 
But that's not the worst part. The worst part is, about two years later, they're gonna make a movie about how sad they are that they had to do that. <laughs> oh, God. 100% accurate. Yes. Like, just the full-on, oh, I feel bad about the fact that I just knocked you out in a fight because the alternative was question mark? Right. Duck could have just, like... <laughs> like, I was originally doing it just as kind of a throwaway goof, but no, that literally is the mindset. Why did you make me have to hurt you? Uh-huh. There is some horrible toxic bullshit baked into the... DNA of this fucking episode. Well, speaking of horrible, toxic bullshit, we cut to the title card and come back, and now we're at the bowling alley. <laughs> the worst sport for the biggest losers. <laughs> we're at Stay in Your Lane Bowling, is the title of the place, which is uh, a fun Don't bit. Don't violate of... the hierarchy, kids. Uh, a little aggressive. Huh? A little aggressive. Uh, and Doug begins with a line uh, to really kick us off into the uh, the theme of this episode. As usual, Patty had been creaming us, but Skeeter and I hung in there. So, like, <laughs> did I miss something in the 90s? Did people actually use the word cream this much? I, they must have. Maybe it's just, like, selection bias, because every time we hear it, all of our, <laughs> yeah. our brains just jettison all the serotonin at once. That is part of it, but I think the other part is that it's 90s cartoons, and 90s cartoons, there was this incredible fear of using any language related to violence. Yeah, but I mean, there's several words for it other than, you know, cream. <laughs> Basically, you hit on one of the, I'll bet you there's like something in the style guide. Anything that relates to violence should be replaced with cream because, I don't know, that's a nice inoffensive <laughs> word that nobody could ever take the wrong way. I'm just I'm just laughing about like the style guide and you just turn the page, it says violence, it just says the word cream like 40 times. <laughs> and, then, and then they say, oh, but it's cool to have Doug literally punch fatty in the face <laughs> in the beginning yep oh my god well good thing we know that as usual patty had been creaming doug and skeeter and so at bowling that notoriously hyper competitive sport but who cares yes and Skeeter is amped to have just hit one pin he, he can only hit one pin this entire time and Patty challenges Doug. She's like, hey, if you, I mean, the only way you're going to win this is if you get all strikes after this. And Doug tells her to eat pins. Insane thing for an 11-year-old to do. I mean, when I was 11, if I, even if I had the bumpers up, I would still roll gutters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you guys, so uh, when I was in high school, one of the classes I could take was called Individual Sports, which tells, you a, which tells you a lot about the type of high school I went to, and uh, sometimes we would go on field trips, and one of them was to the bowling alley, and we learned how to score bowling by going to the bowling alley. Holy shit. <laughs> that uh-huh. That teacher is a fucking grifter. It was awesome. We went to a fucking bar to play pool once. 
that, that teacher just wanted to play games and get drunk. Literally. <laughs> Fucking props. Yes. I will great. say, uh, yeah, the PE class in my high school during winter quarter, we would just, on regular days, we'd just go to the bowling alley in the same tiny town in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, but was yours, like, sponsored by the school, or did you guys, like, just go there for whatever? I, we had a curriculum. Like, this, was, no, this was, like, official gym class. Gym okay. class was held at the bowling alley. Yeah, that's exactly what we did. <laughs> Fucking what? Like, we did it for an entire quarter. It was yeah, amazing. It was the best. This is only, like, tangentially related, but I remember in my high school, like, we didn't have individual sports. We had, you either <laughs> you either picked a sport or you did just, like, general P.E. And I yeah. remember in the yearbook, uh, this is, like, burned into my memory because I felt so bad. In the yearbook, <laughs> they had a picture of one of the kids in general P.E. struggling to curl, like, a tiny bar. And they put oh, a picture no. of that God. in the goddamn yearbook. That's I was like, God. Really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> That's just being an ass. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least they didn't put pictures of us at the bar in the pool hall. Uh, in the, uh, the teacher's <laughs> knocking back a, a tall yeah. boy in the background. This is what yeah. education is. It's the school of hard knocks. That place smelled like cigarettes, I remember. You a bowling say. alley that smells like cigarettes? Yeah. My God. Oh, my God. All right. Well, so I just had to tell you guys that. But, uh, so... Doug is like he, he is he's like all right well I'm actually gonna win here Patty and this is the first time we see Doug uh, look the way he's gonna look throughout this entire episode he looks fucking exhausted right he's got like crazy bags under his eyes for this entire episode he's never been like that before and they don't ever do anything with it it's just he's tired for some reason right Doug. <laughs> Sam said the perfect line in our, our, our G chat before this of heavy is the crown. <laughs> I died when you wrote that. It was so good. <laughs> this is the burden of winning. Yeah. To be on a hot streak in games for 11 year olds is a great psychic weight, which can only be unburdened by question mark? Witchcraft, right. as we're about right. to find out. <laughs> yes. More witchcraft. Uh, well, so Doug, having gone, so they just played, like, so it shows on the scorecard, this is like their fourth game, right? This is their fourth game of bowling. Uh, and Doug, like, I don't think he's gotten a strike this entire time. But then Doug goes on a hot streak and shoots strikes, like, seven shots in a row, right? <laughs> For the rest mm-hmm. of the game. They have, when Doug is, like, approaching to, like, throw the ball down down the lane, he, like, sticks his tongue out. And for <laughs> whatever reason, my brain remembered that from uh, when I was watching it as a kid. And my brain went, oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, why? I don't know. It's just one okay. of those things that's just seared into my brain. I as, like two frames before it happened, my brain went, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> you knew it was coming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, so he keeps throwing strikes while sticking his tongue out. And uh, Patty is starting to get nervous. And she's starting to, like, throw gutters and shit. She's like, oh, God, she's starting to sweat bullets. And also it shows them marking the score 
on the scorecard and they're marking it wrong. I can't yeah. expect anything else at this point. But like, there are shots of the scorecard specifically and there are shots of how many pins they're getting down and they never mark a strike on the entire thing. I wouldn't be nope. surprised if it was in Roman numerals. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> fuck it. They do it in Arabic numerals. There's not a single letter or drawing of anybody else's face on it. By the standards of Doug <laughs> documentation, this is an absolute banger. There are also no, like, even if they don't use the X for a strike, nothing, like, you see the lines adding up, and nothing is a multiple of 10. There's no plus 10 on any of these, like, from frame to frame. It's incredible. Oh no, it's Bluffington Rules Bowling. uh, Everything's made up and the points don't matter. Ah, so actually Patty is just giving it to Doug, giving the win to Doug then. (laughs) Oh no, she did still lose by a very small amount, but it was only because she was facing east at an inopportune moment and so sacrificed four points. Oh, good point, good point. She didn't stick her tongue out enough. Right, yeah, that's what she was missing. A grotesquely small tongue. Oh my god. There are style points being awarded by the judges who are just offside. (laughs) Oh, well, it turns out that by the end of the game, Doug has come back and he wins by two points. And he starts popping off. He's just like, Wow, I can't believe I won. I mean, I've never beat Patty at anything. Boy, Patty, I never thought I'd win, did you? Like, this part, fine. Like, that's a completely understandable thing to do. You're 11, and my God, I've beaten the person who's good at something at something. Hell yeah. Totally. And Patty fucking gets a little sassy, and she's just like, I mean, I guess we all gotta win sometimes. Whatever. (laughs) Well, I I, I guess we all gotta win sometime. Yeah, and lose, too. Owns, owns. Oh. Like, I mean, the funny, the funniest thing about this episode is the undercurrent of how much of a loser Doug normally is. <laughs> yes. Everything is about how much Doug normally fucking sucks, and about how much of an insult it is to lose to Doug. All in the background, too. They never like just turn to the camera and go, "Normally, I'm a loser." <laughs> yeah. It's all, it's all just like, yes, we know this is true. This is the one piece of Doug lore that we're gonna respect. God. This episode, like, on the surface is very boring, but if you just dig, like, an inch into the ground, you'll hit gold. (laughs) It's so good. Oh, well, Skeeter says that Doug has to buy shakes for everyone at the Honker Burger because he won. What? Uh, (laughs) Uh, Yes. Come on. Yes. (laughs) So they go to Hunger Burger and they start telling BB about how sick it is that Doug beat Patty. BB, in a more sensible universe, responds, That's nice. I don't give a shit. Yeah, BB, who wasn't invited to go bowling with them, is like, All right, whatever. BB goes, Wow, Doug, you really beat Patty? Which is an amazing thing to say to another person. (laughs) (laughs) Like, think about the implication there. It's Uh like, oh, Doug, you usually suck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Patty, as Doug is just like, oh, you know, whatever. I just sort of squeaked by. It wasn't that good, right? Doug just sort of like downplaying this shit. Patty gets distracted because she starts thinking about video games. I mean, (laughs) relatable. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We've all been there. 
I've we been both. thinking about Moondog this entire time. <laughs> Moondog. Because, yeah, Patty starts thinking about video games. She looks to the side and sees that in the Honker Burger, there is an arcade cabinet for Moondog, the video game. The cabinet is shaped like a butt plug. (laughs) (laughs) It's an interesting decision. It's not even appreciably rocket shaped. It's weird. No, it is, right? It's sort of rocket shaped. Like, if you wanted to make a rocket, you could have done a lot better than... Than what they did, and what makes it like super unnerving, what like distracts you from the uh, from the shape, is like the big angry dog face at the top. Yeah, and so so this is like it's supposed to be shaped like a rocket ship. I think it's like that classic yeah, like, be, conical right? shape. Yeah, yeah. but. Uh, and then at the top, at the tip of the rocket, there's this like scowling, angry face. It's so good. That is the moon dog. We're all the moon dog. It took them a solid minute to show the process of Patty being beaten by Doug at bowling, but they will now show the process of the two of them playing a round of moon dog. You might think this would allow us to see what the game moon dog is. No. Gentle viewer. No. You will see a joystick being messed with and buttons being randomly pushed. That it's horse all. shit. It's also, horse shit. The cabinet has two joysticks, so it's like yeah. a two-player game. <laughs> but they take turns. Uh-huh. It's horse shit. We never get to see how Moondog is played. We have to watch the Game of Kings bowling, and we never get to see Moondog. I'd much rather see Moondog than the other horse shit. Yeah, especially the scowling face on the top of the rocket probably is part of the game. <laughs> oh, man. And, well, one thing I will say, at least they have proper uh, stick technique. When they're using the joystick here, they don't hold it on top like you're driving a forklift or whatever. Yes. At least they have proper joystick control. Real gaming hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So... Patty plays first, and she gets a score of, like, 300,000, it shows. Maybe that's just in the middle. It shows it racking up. It's, like, 300,000. And then Patty tells Doug that he has to score 99 million to win. And so the Doug starts playing, and people start crowding around from the Honker Burger. Like, other people are there. Like, Chalky's there. Freaking, uh, I don't know, like, I think Lincoln is there. Like, a bunch of people just, like, crowd around to watch. And I guess that means they weren't invited to sit with them at the Hunker Burger. This, uh, predicted Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're crowding around. And BB says, <laughs> Because Doug's actually winning. Right? Also hilarious. Because it's yeah. just, like, he's not, it's none of his skills involved in her mind. Right. He just I mean that's video games, right? Of course there's no skill involved. Right. It's all luck if you're exactly. gonna beat me. Right. That's that's why I never win, it's cause I'm unlucky. Right. Anytime anybody beats me, it's because either A they got lucky or B they're cheating. Yeah, but every time I win, it's because it's my skill. Yeah, exactly. Skill, right. perfection, <laughs> excellence, and uh above all else, blessedness by the Lord. Indeed, the Lord of video games. The moon dog. Yeah. Yes. All praise and honor the moon dog who reigns over us all from video game heaven, which is regular person hell. <laughs> Lord of gamers, moon dog. 
<laughs> All praise and glory be unto him that we may no longer be owned by eight-year-olds. Yes. <laughs> Who bringeth luck upon our joystick. Please clean the chocolate off the joystick. Thus no. I command you. The moon dog. <laughs> The loser has to do that. Like how the winner gets to keep playing, the loser has to ch- clean the chocolate off of the stick. <laughs> oh. So everyone cheers for Doug because he gets the, not only does he beat Patty this time, he gets the number one all-time high score. And it shows that all the rest of the high scores are Patty. She loves this fucking game, I guess. <laughs> Patty fucking loves Moondog. Wait, Patty didn't was in a high scorer at Bag the Nematode. I think she's only plays Moondog. Yeah, it's like it, it's like when you're a professional on Twitch, you only play the one thing. That's true, yeah. Because otherwise no one will watch you if you play anything else. Right. You get these golden handcuffs. I guess I have to play XCOM for the next twenty thousand years. <laughs> Guess you have to, as if that wasn't what you were going to do anyway. Good point. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Ghost Wizards, people. He'll be playing XCOM for the next several thousand years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, so they, everyone, like, cheers for Doug, right? Doug beats Patty, and everyone starts fucking cheering. But Patty leaves. <laughs> Yeah, Patty, like, throws a fistful of dollar bills at Skeeter off-screen because I have to go. (laughs) Boy, did you ever think I'd do it, Patty? Patty? Great job, man! Patty said she had to take off, but she gave me the cash to buy that shake. Because, like, Patty made a bet with Doug for a shake. So Patty fucking throws a fit and throws money at Skeeter and runs. This time the loser pays for the shakes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. There is no balance in nature for this stuff. Well, Doug says that he doesn't give a shit and he didn't think too much about it. But the next day at school, he walks into the gym and he sees Patty in her PE clothes just throwing like 20 basketballs at the at the rim right why would you just have one ball and go get it every time no i gotta make a fucking mess like a toddler (laughs) the whole gym floor is covered in basketballs that patty has missed shots with and she is so close to saying a fuck word here (laughs) is she (laughs) god damn it (laughs) fuck this goddamn game i don't believe this that's what she says. Exactly what she says. Don't, don't, put the cl- don't put the clip here. I don't believe this. Right. You have to believe us, dear viewer, that uh, at this point, Patty's just screaming curse words. I don't believe this. And Coach Spitz is sitting up on the rafters going, yeah, yeah, you tell him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Maybe you can be one of the boys after all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Doug is staring at her creepily in the door. (laughs) And then Chalky pops his head in, too. And is like, yeah. She's a wreck. You should have seen her at soccer practice. She couldn't even kick the ball straight. She's really lost it. And she's doing basketball and soccer in the same day. She's kind of obviously going to be exhausted. (laughs) 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, we know Chalky does every day, right? He goes from like football practice to band practice to swimming practice to like chess club. He does everything. Right? Oh, yeah. Chalky doesn't have the Doug curse, though. Patty has inherited the Doug curse by losing <laughs> to Doug. Yeah. Sort of like Highlander. Whosoever loses <laughs> to Doug Funny shall become the new Doug Funny. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> This is incidentally why we're all developing pot bellies and going down to like eight individual hairs between us. Doug is going to challenge me to one-on-one ARAM and I am going to lose. Well, no, Chalky, we don't see Chalky listed on the high scores of Moondog. So Chalky's like, fuck that, I'm not playing Chalky. Chalky's not a gamer. He's not. Well, he's in chess club. We know that. That's not a game. Oh, <laughs> chess. He's yeah, you're right. right. Chess is all chess is all RNG. It's about right, whatever it's pieces you start. It's so, about whatever pieces you start with, yeah, right? It, whoever goes first wins. Right. And whoever goes first and and rolls having more queens than the other player. That's right. <laughs> it's all about whatever resources you randomly start with in chess. I definitely know what chess is. And does anyone else smell toast? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, we've all gotten to where we need to get to. Gentlemen, we should probably start doing this episode of Doug. <laughs> oh no. What's this what? one called again? <laughs> Doug Clover's Patty. So it begins with why, Doug. Why didn't they do Doug Cream's Patty if they fucking oh loved the cream so much? Oh, it would have been less creepy, honestly. Somehow. <laughs> I don't think we would have been able to like what like say the title of this one without hooting and hollering too much. If that was the title, I would have thrown my mouse through my monitor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think well, we were still going to hoot and holler about the title, but clobber is somehow worse. Oh, it's worse. Oh, it's worse, but it's not as it's Okay, <laughs> so Clobbers is worse, but I feel like Creams is creepier. But that yeah, creams, but they use cream all the time. They do this entire yeah. title. Like this is one of those things where you have to maintain eye contact, unblinking with the audience after you've said something like "What? We fucking yes. dare you say it." This episode, I think, has the uh, the the high watermark record of being the one where they say cream the most often. Oh yeah, creamy like you always do. Patty had been creaming us. You always cream me at Bongo Ball. Well, maybe if my luck ran out, Patty could cream me again. Because <laughs> it is constant. And speaking of which, we go in. So, like, we're about to hit another one because Doug walks in to where Patty is shooting all these basketballs and is just like, what? You're not mad because I beat you so bad yesterday, are you? Just fucking rubbing it in. Patty, you're, you're not mad because I beat you yesterday, are you? Hmm, you're not allowed <laughs> to be mad. Yeah, you're not allowed to be mad. I'm just, I'm just so skilled. And Patty says, "Also, you're not upset just because I beat you yesterday." That's a sentence that. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, clip that <laughs> one. Fucking asshole. Because <laughs> Patty is like, I mean, I hardly ever lose at anything, especially to you. No offense. Slam a jammer. Fucking rocks. 
And so Doug tries to submit and says, well, why don't we just play something else? And you can cream me like you always do. 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 As usual, we were cream me like one of your French dogs. Oh, my God. Christ. Let's all go to the cream, right? Yep. (laughs) And they say, well, why don't we? So Doug then goes and just like shoots a perfect shot and is just like, hey, hey. He like shoots a basketball and instantly swishes it. And then is just like, hey. Kobe. (laughs) And then it's just like, hey, what about Bonko Ball? We what? now add an additional ball sport that what? nobody's ever fucking heard of. Yeah, so I was just like, what the fuck is Bonker Ball? Yeah. And as we find out, it's Foursquare. Yeah. Foursquare copyrighted? Cannot I don't know. say Foursquare. There's no way. Because it's literally Foursquare, right? Literally, it's a number and a basic <laughs> shape. How could you copyright that? Because it's the picture of the board you're playing on. Four squares <laughs> made of chalk. Yeah, this is another time I paused it because I was just like, it's four square. Why can't you just call it four square? Wait, when you paused it, did you look up if it was copyrighted or not? No, I didn't because I Fuck couldn't yeah. believe that it was. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. There's no way. But of course we have to call it fucking Bonko Bonker Ball. Ball. But I, I can't. I mean, I guess, I guess, like, beatball is sometimes just softball, right, in this universe? Yeah, but what does bonkerball describe? Like, I don't get what's describing. (laughs) I mean, I guess you bonk the ball with your hand. You call it bouncing ball. (laughs) No, it's got to sound wacky. God. This is one of the several moments in this episode that, like, drove me insane. We're about to come up on another one that's way more niche and probably only only specific to my brain. Okay, I'm excited. So they decide... In conclusion, Bonko Ball was invented by Flapjack the Clown. Continue. Yes. (laughs) So they decide to play some Bonko Ball after class. And Patty is like, you have to promise that you won't just let me win. And Doug's like, all right. Uh, and so they play it. They play four square bonko ball, and they everyone. So Patty is still in like her like athletic gear. Doug's still in his fucking vest, and they play it while everyone watches, and they see Doug win easily somehow, right? Well, like Patty, Patty is like sweating like crazy, and Doug is like unfazed, even though we know Patty is like in way better shape than oh, Doug, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So while they're playing Bonker Ball, the camera at one point goes to the crowd just like looking left and right as the ball, I assume, bounces from left to right. (laughs) One of the people in there, which Mike (laughs) tells me is a guy named Lincoln from the AV Club, he's got a (laughs) shirt, he's wearing a tie, and the tie is the same color as the collar, and this uh-huh. fucked me up for several minutes. I'll post a picture of it on the Twitter so I can get our audience's opinion. But, like, is his collar a different color than his shirt? Is it drawn yeah. in? But if it's drawn in, he's got, like, a pocket protector with pencils in it. So that would mean I, it's a, it has a 
like a chest pocket on a t-shirt. <laughs> I think that his collar, I think that he got the tie to match the collar because the collar is a different color from the shirt. And then he got the, maybe it comes as a pack and you can get the, the, Psychotic. the, the tie. Psychotic. He's got a neck frill, like some kind of lizard. <laughs> It's like a a purple shirt and a green collar. It's like a literal Joker ass move. (laughs) Well, that's what they wear at the AV club. They gotta, they gotta be. I mean, this is like '80s style, right? People will wear this shit, and it's like I don't know, like how bros will wear a couple collars on their their polo shirts, and then on the bottom of the collars there were different colors. So when they pop their collar, it's a different color. (laughs) Maybe Lincoln's a big bro. (laughs) Well, that that would make sense, but they don't wear ties with it. Like I. I mean, I kind of think he's just wearing a tie with a T-shirt that has a, a, <laughs> a, a like a a chest pocket, which is clearly a, a wild move. <laughs> but it clearly has a collar, right? It's not a tie. Like the bit, the sides on the side of the tie. I don't it's know. Like it's flared. It's all connected. But it's flared like a collar. We'll we'll post a picture. We can, we can <laughs> yes. have we can have everybody arguing comments. Oh boy, with this, the lizard this, man theory. this fucked me up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, Patty gets pissed that she lost, and she fucking kicks the ball into the side of the school and storms off. Just the sorest loser of all, right? I think that's the takeaway from this: is Patty is a really sore loser, and and this winner. Is the par- this yeah. is the point where I'm thinking, like, okay, are they actually going to try to do one of those things where change happens in Doug? Because this is a thing that happens around this time frame to kids that age. Like, once you start having your growth spurt, if you were really good at athletics before, you suck at them a ton for a couple of months because you're used to your arms and legs being a different length. And so you are clumsy and you're knocking shit over. And where before you dominated this, that, and the other thing, suddenly, wait, I'm bigger. Why aren't I better at this? Why have I gotten worse? And it's because your brain's still getting used to the fact that uh, there's some more stuff being hooked up now. My brain never got used to that. (laughs) <laughs> also, very shortly, you will start getting horny, and this is going to cause you all kinds of problems. But that's Gross. an irrelevant one to the getting used to the fact that, right, I have to do a different thing if I want to jump that high again. Good thing I've never been horny. Good yes. thing. Thank goodness. This podcast Thank would be God. very different if you were. <laughs> <laughs> we can only well, imagine the horror. But, like, I thought, well, okay, are we going to do the thing where... All right, Patty's just bad at, but it's just this is a thing that happens, and this is part of growing. But no, that would involve growing and changing, and Doug is not a universe where that happens. Right, this isn't <laughs> one of the three things. It might right. be two things. I don't know. Who knows? You can't expect me to keep count. <laughs> well, me and Jim will do it. <laughs> <laughs> So, so now we cut to the lunchroom, right? And Skeeter is telling Doug that it looks like Doug wasn't even trying, that you were just so talented. And Doug's like, yeah, I wasn't trying. I was, I was trying to lose, but, you know, she, she just couldn't win. And she must think that I just try to make her look bad. It's so tough being so talented, Doug implies. Doug was wearing his weighted clothing and he's still, yeah, I <laughs> That's what he guess. keeps in his vest. 
His his green vest weighs 50 pounds. Right. That's why uh, when we do the boxing scene, he's not wearing the vest, and that's why he's 30 pounds lighter than his normal weight. (laughs) My God. This is super boring 11-year-old, too. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so then Patty storms past them in the, uh, the lunchroom, doesn't even look at them. And Doug is like, I hope she knows the truth. I hope she knows I think she's... And we go into a fantasy, which is a good one. <laughs> we go into a fantasy <sighs> for basically like a, a like a fashion show, like a Miss America contest. It's for the most wonderful person in the world contest. Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. It's time to announce who is the most wonderful person in the world. And we see there are contestants from Bloatsburg, from Ho Ho, wherever that is. Uh, Patty is the contestant from Bluffington. And Riff. Yeah, and Riff. Literally Riff City. <laughs> Riff City. I, this was another pause for me because we only know like three towns. It's like Bloatsburg. Yep. And New Riff Anstire. isn't one of them. Yeah, and neither is Ho Ho. Neither is Ho Ho, yeah. We know like Bloatsburg, Liver City, P. New Hampshire. New Hampshire, yeah. But- and Miskatonic University. Right, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but now, now apparently, also Ho Ho and Riff, <laughs> or the Ho Ho and Riff only exist in Doug's imagination as other places where hot chicks supposedly come from. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, maybe the the girl from Bloatsburg was who Doug had a crush on in like early elementary school when he lived in Bloatsburg. Yes. <laughs> oh. And the so, girl from Riff is from his longtime appreciation of improv comedy, and well, we know where Ho Ho comes from, courtesy of the later Doug episode, Doug's Adventures Online. <laughs> yeah. God. Well, the 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 host pulls out like you know the little card that says who the winner is, um, and he's about to say that the winner is Patty before he even looks at the card. So this means it's hella rigged, right? Incredibly, but it's entirely understandable that it is rigged because he then opens the card and announces the winner is you, the person listening to the funny papers right now, isn't that? Oh my god, the most wonderful person in the world is you, dear reader. (laughs) Who could have anticipated this? I agree. (laughs) Next to you, we're slime. Well, yeah. (laughs) You might think that is a bit being done by Sam a riff, if you will. No, no, in fact. Well, so the winner actually is not Patty Mayonnaise. It is the guy in the front row, three chairs from the left, who is Doug. But also, he's not three chairs from the left. Why, yeah, of course. No. It's just, it fucking pans across. It pans across the audience, and there are at least four chairs to the side of Doug. Man, <laughs> could just said Doug. You know, could have just said Doug. Maybe Doug was going to the bathroom. It was just like an empty seat. <laughs> it was like, well, no winner. Maybe, maybe that seat was supposed to be like I don't know some famous celebrity, and then Doug snuck in and stole their chair. So Doug's not supposed to be the winner. No, that was Todd's seat. That was where Todd oh. was sitting. Yeah, it was Todd. 
It was the pig doll. Yeah, yeah. I was yes. just thinking we cut to they cut to the audience and it's just pig dog. Yeah, it's just all pig dolls. <laughs> yelling do it again and Patty goes, No. Oh man. Well, hooray, it's Doug, because he's sitting in the magic chair, which isn't even the chair that's called out, but they put the spotlight on him, so I guess they have to give it to him now. Uh, And a song plays about how Doug is the most wonderful person in the world. (laughs) Saying that... (laughs) The most wonderful person is you. Yes, it's true. That's a very uh, derogatory song for it like is. a for like a I guess what I guess this is a beauty pageant. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it's a strange song. Uh so the the a couple of people come up and they put a crown and a cape on Doug while all of the girls scowl at him. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to be the king, baby. He crashed the beauty pageant and won it. (laughs) By sitting in the right chair. We've all been there, right, folks? Look, it's hard to be the king, baby. Doug says he looks back and he's just like, hey, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I try and support all people, but here I am. It's hard to win so much. God. Yeah, they give him a crown and a robe. So, literally heavy lies the crown. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, we cut out of the fantasy as Doug is scowled out by all the babes. And (laughs) Skeeter says that Doug is just so insanely lucky now and he can't lose at anything. And then he dumps an entire salt shaker of salt on his fries and pulls it in close to the fries, meaning that this was intentional. <laughs> so another pause moment, because I was like, wait, we've done this before, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We did this before. Uh-huh. It's the Lucky Hat episode. And I was uh-huh. just laughing, thinking about if they just had, like, one of the scenes where he's just inexplicably wearing the hat again, and then the oh. next scene is gone. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe. Oh, maybe this episode takes place either in the middle of the hat episode, like when he doesn't have the hat, but he's still lucky, or it takes place before the hat episode, like directly before the hat episode, because he's like, uh, try. He's like, you know, already feeling lucky, and then he finds the hat, and this is like what he uh, puts the magic curse on. Like he says this due to the hat, but maybe there was a different like magic spell that Doug was under, right? Yeah. I think, yeah, maybe this is the same episode in our timeline. It might be while Roger has the hat. Oh, there it is. Yeah. This takes place over, because we don't see Roger in this episode. And that explains why we don't see Roger again. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So this this episode takes place between the point when Doug loses the hat and Roger has it and when Roger loses the hat. So it takes place across that one or two days, right? Oh, man. That's Fucking good. big brain plays, baby. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's where this comes into the timeline. Oh, well, so Doug says to, to Skeeter, he's like, I'm on a winning streak. 
Well, maybe if my luck ran out, Patty could cream me again. Patty could cream <laughs> me again. <laughs> if only Patty could cream me again. If only I was a little less lucky, I could get creamed again. Patty could cream me again. God. <laughs> the psychology runs deep, people. Come on. I so mean, you could say, you know, clobbers, which is in the title sure. of the episode, but... You know, nah. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> maybe it was the original title was Doug, uh, Doug Cream's Patty, and they were just like, the maybe censors were off. like, oh, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't the put censors it in didn't watch least. the episode itself, mind you, but they right. did say, uh, at the title. Oh, my God. Well, so they, <laughs> Doug and Skeeter, they're like, hey, let's come up with a plan to make Doug's luck run out. And so the first thing they do and this is a scene I'm, that I'm taking called... my glasses off for this part. <laughs> oh yeah, this is an insane scene. So the first scene is they decide the first thing they're going to do to get Ducks Doug's luck to run out is they go to the city dump, right? The, it's also and, the Deja Vu Recycling Center, as we can see in the nuclear power stacks <laughs> in the back. Yeah, there are yeah. cooling towers here. So what I think those are, okay, so this is the city dump, but also Deja Vu Recycling Center, the place where Doug's mom works, right? So I think those are incinerators, right? Those those two stacks are like uh, pipe, uh, like smokestacks where incinerator horrible toxic fumes come out, right? Except for smokestacks are not to put too fine a point on it, not shaped like that. Only nuclear cooling towers look like that. I guess, but why else would a recycling center have stacks like that? They're recycling depleted uranium. <laughs> yes. They might be, actually. They're actually depleting uranium. <laughs> they are in the process of taking the uranium and extracting power from it. It's a form of recycling, don't you know? So one thing I want to come back around to is, like, when they cut to this this dump... I was typing something in my notes. I literally have a live and then a space, and then this dump came up, and all thoughts <laughs> yeah. genocid from my brain. It is a wild-ass dump. <laughs> it is crazy. It has a fucking <laughs> Dr. Seuss contraption. It yeah. does. Hold up. So before we get to the Dr. Seuss contraption, there, so it pans across this whole thing, right? I think we have to take this step-by-step step across the shit that is across this dump, right? So... The recycling center. Also, wait, real quick about we were talking about the incinerator or the nuclear plant or whatever. I so I was telling Talia about this because she's uh, knows she's like an expert in the environmental field, right? And she was like, "Okay, déjà vu is kind of a cute title for a recycling center, but it is a fucking grim title for an incinerator plant." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Once more onto ashes. And incinerators are like really bad for the environment, right? If you're just like burning plastic. <laughs> but okay so uh anyway so we cut across we come across this whole thing right there is like tires and like cars and shit in this dump there is a there is an oil drum in the dump that is full because there's a stopper on top of it with a disposal warning on it <laughs> there is a tree with a tree house which i don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't did they want to throw away the tree house who they just replanted the tree did somebody live in the dump 
Is like that a house? I don't know. You know where that treehouse is from, right? That is the treehouse from the Wiz Kids fantasy, right? R- remember when Doug and right. Patty were Doug yeah. Wiz and Patty Wiz? They had their treehouse in the city dump, right? And so <sighs> maybe that actually God. exists. Maybe they are related. <laughs> maybe they are related. And maybe this is Doug's house, right? Maybe Doug's mom built that for when Doug comes to visit. <laughs> Go and play next to the oil drum, dear. <laughs> maybe that's the hotel. Maybe oh, that's where his maybe. parents are all of the time. They're just an arrested development, and they never—they always want to live in a treehouse. <laughs> that's why everyone's so fucked up, because Doug was conceived next to the nuclear waste. <laughs> God, like, there's a fucking full oil drum on the ground with a disposal warning on it and it's it's cocked sideways so like they just left it out there it's definitely leaking into the drinking water right yeah the reason they go the reason they go to the dump <laughs> is to break a mirror yeah you can do that anywhere Where else are you going to find a mirror other than next to the Dr. Seuss bulldozer earth mover contraption with a gigantic broom attached? Yeah, Sam, go into the Dr. Seuss thing, because we pan to the left and we see a fucking Dr. Seuss contraption. It literally is what Jim described. It is a big (laughs) fucking Dr. Seuss-ass machine that looks like it sweeps up dust, but on a larger scale. (laughs) I, I looked at that for like... A solid minute, just in <laughs> awe. No thoughts, just vibes. It's just one of those <laughs> things where, again, the animation staff is trying so hard. They have <laughs> ideas. They can do better than this trash they are asked to do. Do you think that they uh, were asked to draw the, the nuclear waste and the, and the, the, the oil drum? That was the part they were asked to draw, and they were like, hey, let's put in a Dr. Seuss machine, too. I think that's the only sensible thing, yes. It's especially jarring, because it's like, Doug's mostly grounded outside of his fantasy, right? It's mostly just a regular-ass suburb, but then you get to the dump, and there's, like, (laughs) nuclear stacks, and Dr. Seuss's wizard-wazzer contraption in the background. (laughs) This is a simpsons background gag that just snuck in somehow well yeah they also do a simpsons joke yes do you think do you think they were throwing out the dr seuss thing or that it helps clean the dump it's impossible to tell (laughs) (laughs) oh wait no this is the dump this is where they throw all the things that aren't on brand for the show Oh, that's what. Oh, that's why they put the treehouse in here because they're like, no, 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 Doug and Patty aren't related. <laughs> that would be dump. weird. This is the island of misfit toys, but for uh, things. For Doug plots here <laughs> on the island of interesting plot hooks. Oh my god! You see, you see somewhere in here, there's a piece of paper that says Doug creams Patty, and it's crossed out and says Doug clobbers Patty. <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> this is where like this is the where the detritus of the timeline war is stored this is where anything that would make doug a good show has been dumped i can only assume that uh the wacky satan wizard of uh yeah wacky satan wizard of funky town escaped from this place via some kind of eldritch pact 
Yes. Yeah, the uh, the towers are for Doug's version of the large hard-on collider. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what that thing that. is called. Yes, that's exactly it. Uh-huh, it's the hard-on uh, collider. <laughs> indeed. Good thing you're not horny, Sam. Anyway, so... <laughs> so, uh, so you don't Doug... have to be horny to have a hard-on. <laughs> okay. So, Let's not platonic. interrogate that any further. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Doug, they, the reason they've come to this dump is in order to find a mirror to break so that Doug can get seven years bad luck. <laughs> Sure. I've been holding my temples the last ten minutes. <laughs> I'm sweating so hard right now. <laughs> they throw the mirror on the ground and they're like, all right. <laughs> we did Glad it. we went here. We've accomplished something important. And they're like, we got to get to the hardware store before they close so that Doug can run underneath seven unlucky ladders. Sure, I'm glad we did this entire intricate background for a quarter second of screen time. Oh, my also, God. Also, seven's a lucky number. Yeah. <laughs> you want 13 ladders, Doug. They don't have that many at the hardware store. And the ladders are priced at $52. <laughs> That's pretty fucking expensive. Those better be some good-ass ladders. They are not. They're made of, like, <laughs> rickety wood, and they're, like, falling apart. You see the ladders, and they are not $59 ladders. At least $59 in 1994, three. Yeah. When are we, money? So that's like $80 today. And I guess, yeah. I guess, okay, if these are the only seven ladders in all of Bluffington, maybe that's why they're $59. Ah, you have to come scarcity. to my stop seeking one of the seven forbidden <laughs> ladders. What will you offer me, traveler? <laughs> yeah. I just want to run under them. <laughs> and they're like, ah, yes, that'll be the $5 special. Good thing you got here before we closed. <laughs> There's like a line out the front like Lincoln wants to run under the ladders. Yeah, Bluffington is just covered with people who are trying to get rid of their good fortune for God knows what fucking reason. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, so Skeeter says, I know we should call my grandma. She can make you really unlucky. Sentences that make no sense when introduced and make less sense when explained. More grandmas for our grandma lore. <laughs> oh no, the fact that the grandmas control the weave and weft of fate, that part we already knew. That's just yeah. basic stuff. Yeah, he's like, we gotta call my grandma because she's a witch and knows how to curse you. I guess. <laughs> Because seriously, they like if they had explained that, that would have been one thing. But remember, we're being very important. The supernatural only is sort of gestured at in bits of supernatural luck. And so instead, right. Doug is asked to go through a bizarre hazing ritual at the conclusion <laughs> of which we are assured he will be unlucky. Right. Doug, the Doug universe is a low fantasy universe where All magic right. is not common. <laughs> very hard to do. Yes. yes. And you can only do it to, like, inflict pain upon yourself, I guess. Right, and it's only it's like, done by bad yeah, guys. Why would you do this to yourself? <laughs> Although, like, there's the wizard-created lucky hat, though. It is yeah, possible to grant good fortune. Yeah, but that probably comes at a terrible price, right? <laughs> yeah, you're done now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> oh man. Well, okay, so what Skeeter's grandma apparently tells Doug to do is put mashed potatoes in his pocket, a clothespin on his nose, and stand with one foot in a wash tub, holding an umbrella in one hand and a cabbage in the other, and then turn around three times while whistling Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. The most cursed song, I guess. <laughs> I guess. And he does it. And apparently it works, because he immediately steps on a rake that is right next to the tub right after he does it. And they're like, all right, bad luck. So uh, I was looking this up while uh, a, a few minutes ago, because I just had a thought. Because this okay. is a very famous Simpsons gag. It's like one of the things like Sideshow Bob is known for is like yeah. a shit ton of rakes. Uh, that episode aired on October 7th, 1993. This episode aired on November 14th, 1993. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, there's, there's no way they made the episode in a month, though. They definitely made I don't this know. ahead of time. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know, I don't know what their turnaround time is. Yeah, I'm hmm. not sure. It's a wild-ass coincidence. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, they, they decide, they're like, alright, well, we immediately gotta go find Patty. And so they rush over they rush over to Patty's house and her dad tells them that she's at the bowling alley practicing bowling. And they rush over there and Doug's bike tire blows out and he cheers while a car hits him with a bunch of mud too and he's like, "Hell yeah, I'm unlucky now." He's a masochist again. Yeah, he's like, "I love this. I can't wait to get creamed." Creamy like you always do. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So he runs over, they run over the bowling alley, and Doug, Doug is like, hey, Patty, let's play a game, because don't worry, I'm having a streak of bad luck now, and he drops a bowling ball directly on his foot, and is like, yeah, see, ha-ha. <laughs> you got him. <laughs> he got it. He broke his foot, asshole. Uh <laughs> And, like, okay, so this whole thing, though, this isn't about, I don't think that this entire section is about Doug's bad luck. I think it, I think it's that Patty, or excuse me, I don't think it's about Doug having good luck. I think it's about ha Patty having bad luck, right? So yes. Doug having bad luck would not affect Patty's scores. Correct. Right? If they're both having bad luck, it's whoever's cursed more is going to lose. Yes, right. but remember, that required Doug to believe that somebody else exists. All things must oh. be a function of what has happened to him and him alone. Because, like, Doug making a basket wouldn't affect Patty not being able to shoot a basket, right? Theoretically. Yes. Maybe Doug just thinks he exudes an anti-luck field that only affects Patty. Maybe. Or maybe, oh, you know what it is. Maybe Doug's had bad luck this entire time, and by beating Patty at stuff, he's made her alienated and angry at him, which is what he didn't want in the first place. He didn't care about winning. He just wanted Patty to like him. So winning oh, yeah. is actually bad luck for him this entire time. Ah, yeah, all right. That tracks. Right? So I don't think he needed to break the mirror at the insane dump and also uh, run under the overpriced ladder ride. I think he already did have bad luck. All right, he didn't turn into the Highlander. He's already the Highlander. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> well, so he goes, Patty hits a strike and, and, he, and Patty's like, all right, well, I guess I'm all right. And then Doug throws the ball into uh, the, the, the lane. He's about to hit a gutter. He does like a sly grin, which looks very weird. And then it magically bends back and strikes instead of going in the gutter. Oops. 
oops. <laughs> and he's just like, the, the, the rest of it is just like scenes of Doug just like rubbing it in and fucking dunking on Patty, like rolling it backwards without looking and still getting a strike, like just dropping it and getting a strike, just absolutely dunking on her ass. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> it's just rubbing it in so hard. And right as it's about time for Patty to take the last shot where she could win if she gets a strike, which she has been doing. She's been getting strikes. And Doug is like, no, I gotta say something. So he decides to go up and absolutely fucking ice her ass and say shit to her before she throws the ball. <laughs> you know, games don't matter, Patty. That's what he says. That's, that's what he says. He's like, you know, it's just a game. Who cares? Like, you know, it's just, it's like, you know, people on the internet who get mad at games and then when they get even mad, more mad when people are just like, it's just a game. Why are you so mad? It's just game. Why are you mad? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because I have nothing else to do in my life, thank you. I have identified <laughs> myself with this video game. I mean, that's literally what Patty yes. is in this. Aww. Yes. Look, Doug, my identity is in the fact that I'm good at sports and that I'm the thing you pine over. If I'm not good at sports anymore, that means I've only got the other thing to define me. Do you have any idea how shitty that would be? Well, good news, because Doug goes up and tells her that the second thing is all that matters, and she's fine with that. <laughs> he, goes up to her, he goes up to her, and he goes, Listen, Patty, you know, it doesn't matter if you win or lose this thing. It's just a stupid game. This doesn't prove that I'm better than you or you're better than me. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. It doesn't prove that I'm better than you or you're better than me. And Patty's like, yeah, but. And then Doug interrupts her and he's like, no, no but. but. The last ball doesn't matter. Win or lose, I still think you're the most wonderful girl in the whole world. And that cuts to <laughs> Skeeter and Skeeter's like barfing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, totally Skeeter. unnecessary sh shot of Skeeter just looking like oh, duck. Oh, <laughs> Skeeter like, was also on. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At no point does anyone ask Skeeter, "Hey, how are you doing, bud?" No, he's just like, yeah. Remember, Skeeter is just in the process of constantly losing. Skeeter got six points in the first bowling game. Uh huh. And Skeeter is like, not like, ooh, me, me, me. I have bad luck. <laughs> Well, yeah, because Skeeter's not a fucking person. Skeeter yeah. is the voice of giving Doug some kind of support. That's all he's there to do. True, true. And when Doug informs Patty that all she exists to be is the object of desire, that her wants and desires don't actually matter, Patty goes, that's right. And then oh, yeah. all is restored in the world. <laughs> she accidentally bowls a strike and I guess wins the game. <laughs> yeah. She accidentally bowls a strike, and then just fucking starts popping off. Whoa! Whoa! I won! Doug, I beat you! I won! Whoa! And it's just like, in your fucking face, Doug. Suck my dick, loser! <laughs> yeah. I have an existence outside of you once again. Eat my entire ass. <laughs> you like this, don't you? <laughs> Time for some creaming. <laughs> And then Doug, he like, so this whole time, Doug has been trying to like build her confidence up. And then when she's popping off in his face, Doug is like, hey, come on. It was pretty close. He's like trying to like snivel back into being like, no, I'm still good. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, Patty, so you won. I mean, it was pretty close. This episode rocks so much. 
<laughs> and it ends with Doug. It zooms out, and Doug is like, Daddy, people are staring. I don't care. That's the last line. Yeah, it cuts off really abruptly there. Yeah. It's like, I don't care. Kind of rocks. <laughs> kind of rocks. <laughs> I mean, whoever Ugh. wrote this understands the fundamental concept of Doug in that Doug sucks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I'm curious what the moral was intended to be, but I think we just established what the moral actually is. What? That the only thing that matters, like the only thing that matters in a person's life is how they relate to Doug? Yes. And also that uh, then they proceed to trip all over that moral with, and oh, by the way, all order is restored. Now I'm back to kicking your ass. So what is that moral? <laughs> no, that moral is that uh, <laughs> you exist only for the purposes of Doug and any idea that you have an independent existence is falsehood, except hierarchy, stay, as the bowling alley is titled, in your lane and ah. all things will remain content. Okay, uh, so I think it's just Doug sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Filthy locker, he can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> is the moral? That's right. Oh my god. That and then also, yeah, I I really like the stay in your lane as the uh stated. It's like the fucking uh what, like the Deus Ex Machina of the bowling no, like, alley it's dropping the down. gun. It's like, ha, yeah. ha we established the theme at the start of this and you weren't paying attention, losers. Yeah. That's what it is. Oh, I, uh, love I that. just noticed the writer of this, uh, of the, both of these episodes, Doug Runs and Doug Clobbers Patty, has a brother who also writes for Doug. Fuck yeah. Hell <laughs> it's yes. a family business. <laughs> That's awesome. Doug oh is a business God. to end. Doug is a business. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's the end of the episode, guys. Good shit. This is one rocked. <laughs> Fucking wild ride. Uh, there's no way the next one's going to be as good. It's called... Oh, fuck, I remember this one. This one, next one's going to be a downer. <laughs> oh, good. It's one of the Disney riders, so... Oh, all right. Well, then let's cut this here on a high note before we get too sad about the next one. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everyone, on another episode of The Funny Papers. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed your stay at the creamery. We hope you come. <laughs> I'm going to go have some oil from the dump.